believe that through books and banter, all is possible. I'm Steph, aka Ideally Inspired Reviews on Instagram, and I'm joined by... I'm Ava of Kingdom of Mass on Instagram, kind of depending on the day, but that's what I'll go with for right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so today we are, you know, finally getting caught up on our reading challenge that <laughs> we launched at the beginning of the year and that we um, neglected talking about, but not really neglected, just neglected talking about during our brief hiatus. So let's bring everybody up to speed. We are going to be discussing the themes for July, August, and September, as well as what we are looking forward to reading in October, um, slash by the time this episode airs, um, it will be kind of like middle of October, so you can expect that we've possibly gotten through some of these books and we will be discussing our thoughts um, in later episodes, I'm sure. Um, but let's kick it off with July, which was the challenge was to read one of Ava's recs. And I'm pretty sure that Steph explicitly skipped this month so that she could get out of reading a long, twisty, epic fantasy or sci-fi book that had minimal romance. Um, I think Steph, I think why don't you're you... being very presumptive. Uh -huh. um, yes. Okay, so... <laughs> um, yes, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> full disclosure, I actually did read a freaking book, in, but not in July. <laughs> Uh, July was an extraordinarily busy month for me because that was a Polycon month and yeah. I ended up getting my third booster or second booster, whatever it is, uh, for, uh, my COVID vaccine at the beginning of the month and my flu shot. So I was pretty sick, like the first half of July and then a Polycon happened at the end of July. So, um, yeah. Uh, I apologize. July was a bad month for me. But Ava, go ahead. What did you read? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually did not read very much in July either. So to be fair, I was getting ready to move. Um, once I headed to a Polycon, I was only going to have about five days turnaround between landing back home and um, moving. So July was a lot of moving for me. Um, and it was also a training for my work, which is like kind of the biggest event that we do. So there was a lot of prep that needed to go into that. So I did not read very much either. Um, alas, but I do have books that I can now add to Ava's Rex. Um, so what I did read, the ones that I at least want to call out, um, are the, the rugby series by Penny Reed and LH Causeway. I... I'm now a mega fan of these books. I thought that they were so much fun. Um, the first one is The Hooker and the Hermit, or The Hermit and the Hooker, something. I can't remember which order it goes in, but those two words. Um, and I read I that. I think it's that... Hooker and the Hermit, but. Okay, okay. So I, I read know, the, the Hooker and the Hermit. But Hooker's in it. <laughs> yes. Back in, I actually think that that was a cover that was like, I think it was like our March theme because it was read a book mm -hmm. that has a green cover. So I'm pretty sure that that's what I read for March. Yeah. Um, so I read it a while ago, but I read the second or the, yeah, the second to last books in the series. So the varlet and the voyeur, which I didn't even know what the fuck a varlet was when I started this book. To be fair, I still don't. Um, I never looked it up. Um, but also the cat and the co-ed. So those are respectively the fourth and the third books in the series. Ava and not they looking were... something up is just like messing with Just stuff on brand it's on brand it's on oh. brand for Ava <laughs> well <laughs> this is true Steph actually just while we were off the air she was just telling me what um the head was in terms of like beer um 
because I thought it was like blowjobs and I thought she was referring to like pre-cum but for beer which doesn't make any sense so don't ask me why that's in my head but she had to explain I mean honestly it still kind of is a little bit you're like the foam that comes out at the beginning I'm like "Mm." (laughs) I think I know what that sounds like Steph except not foam but you know what I'm talking about anyway I digress um (laughs) (laughs) it's had a little bit I don't even want to say too much to drink because I've had two sips of wine. Um, This is just me, unfortunately. So, anyway, what was I talking about? The Cat and the Co-Ed and the Varlet and the Voyeur by Penny Reed and L.H. Causeway. I love, so the Cat and the Co-Ed has pregnancy trope, um, which I love. And then the Varlet and the Voyeur has, oh god, I don't know what that trope is, but where one of them's like really strong and silent and the other one is like very bubbly and like kind of crazy it kind of gave me like josh and hazel's guide to not dating vibes honestly um and it also had fake dating so that was really fun i would recommend those for anybody who is looking for a sports romancy book um they're a lot of fun they're pretty funny and they're very like easy light reads that's that's one of the things that i've been enjoying more um because I don't, like, they're part of a series, but it doesn't feel, like, intense. You could kind of read the books at any order you wanted to, um, and they're just so, I don't know, they kind of feel like appetizers, almost, to, like, heavier books. Maybe that's just because I've been reading a lot more, like, nonfiction and, like, sci-fi and stuff, but, like, they're just, like, little palate cleansers. They're so quick, they're so easy, um, and even the conflicts don't feel very, like, they don't feel stupid, which is nice, because I hate, I hate a, you know, like third act, second act breakup, whatever that they, where they break up over stupid reasons. Um, and with these books, they typically don't, it's not like a stupid reason. You're actually like, oh, okay. Like I could see that. That's kind of feasible. And then they get back together because it's a romance book. So it's very nice. Anyway, (laughs) um, those were a lot of fun and I highly recommend them. And so that is being added to the list of Ava's Rex. Um, but I do want to know if anyone is out there, did anyone stick to the July read one of Ava's Rex and did anyone read The Ruin of Kings? That was really the book that I was like, is anyone going to be brave enough to try to read this book? So if anyone is out there. I will tell you that I, that was the book, that was what I was planning on reading a hundred percent. Oh my God. Was it really? I, yes, because I actually downloaded the audiobook. Um, I just, I just did not get around to listening and reading it but it is still on my before the end of the year tbr so i will absolutely read at least the first book um well there are there are witches in it so you could technically read it for witch shit which is october which is this month cool cool technically okay um the audiobook actually is a good it's a great way to go because there are so many characters and so it's really nice to like get an idea of who's who based on the narrator's voices um, mm-hmm. if I could go back and read that series for the first time, I would have started with the audiobooks, hundred percent. So they're very enjoyable. Yeah. They have like a full set of cast. Um, I'm pretty sure there are like sound effects too. That's a little hit or miss for me, fun. but okay. An ensemble cast, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Oh, no. is that really hit or miss? I tend to love that in audiobooks. Let's discuss. I like it, but I think it depends because for example, there's, um, the Rising series by Katie, uh, or not Katie, oh gosh, by Kristen Ashley. I love her fantasy series, but there is one narrator in particular, and I don't even know the narrator's name that, uh, narrates one portion of the book that I like 
I feel like I have to skip, but I can't. So then I just, because that, that was like a, that was an audio, Ernie, thank you. Um, that was like an audio first, uh, audible first or whatever, like exclusive for, um, before it came out in print. So I had to like legitimately suffer through it so that I could get through the books since the, uh, the print wasn't going to be out for a little while. So, mm. yeah. But then there are some that I do like, that I do enjoy. Um, but it sucks if it's like an ensemble cast and one of like five are terrible. So. Okay. Yeah. But well, for the most part, I mean, it's, it's, it's mainly hit for most, most, for the most part. But some of them have been misses. 100%. All right. Well, I hope that, I hope this is a hit for you. I think it's very good. Yeah. It's very gay. Worst case, I'll just switch to very regular crazy. reading, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'll send you, you can have any copy you want. I have the ARCs. I have the UK ARC. I have the mass market paperback. I have the regular paperback. I have the hardback. Okay. I have the special edition okay. hardback. And yeah, all the things. Okay. I am obsessed got, with got those it. books. So this okay. is like, once again, a PSA. Please, I guarantee it's one of the weirdest books you'll ever meet, but it's so satisfying, interesting, and it's like wholesome, even though everything is going to shit which I really love. It's actually, it's the book that I wish had been my introduction to high fantasy. Um, I think I would have appreciated as like a woman and a queer woman mm. <laughs> reading that okay. first, as opposed to like George R. R. Martin. Because okay. I think that having read Game of Thrones first as my first high fantasy ever, I was like, oh, okay, this is what the genre is. This is the only thing that the genre can be. Um, which was kind of unfortunate. So anyway, I digress. It's a good series. I hope everyone reads it. And if you hate it, that's totally cool. Just please don't tell me because I don't want to hear it. Um, Steph, did you read Her anything at all? Really hurt. They will be hurt. I will take it personally. I'll cry. <laughs> um, Steph, did you read anything at all in July that you want to tell us about? Anything at all? Um, I think that the only books that I read, I went back and I checked my TBR or my well, not my TBR, but my, like, Kindle reads, um, were, uh, I read the, um, the second book of the, um, oh my gosh, what's the name of the actual series? But it's the Catherine Moon, the, it's a follow-up to oh, Lady, a Lady of Rook's Grave Manor. Uh, so it's the second book, it's a, so both of the books are standalones, though. Uh, Definitely not a Ava Rex. Is, <laughs> no. <laughs> Company of Fiends. Uh, I read that and then, um, I think that that was it. I read another book that I can't say because it's for the bookish box and we haven't announced it yet. Um, so those were pretty much all I managed to read in, uh, in October bless in J July, just because again, I was so like, and it took me a straight, like a solid three weeks to read a company of fiends, though that book was long though um but yeah so those were the only two books that i read in uh july i did do a couple of rereads via audio um always i always i seem to like monthly read um either the cornerstone by kate canterbury or underneath it all by kate canterbury um but aside from that yeah very very minimal reading in, Ju in july august was a much better reading month but July was very, very slow. Very slow. What about you? Well, I mean, I pretty much... Those were pretty much the only two books that appeared on my uh, 
<laughs> my Goodreads um, as having been read in the month of July. Um, I think that I maybe read a Mariana Zapata book in July. I think that I read uh, Wait For It by Mariana Zapata, um, which is... Didn't you read the Omegaverse book in July? Technically, that was technically in August. You, you got that wreck. Oh, it? you're no, right. I did. No, no, no you you're read right. It at a no, I read. Actually. I did read it at a polycon. So you're right. Okay, so I did read. Um, yeah. Omega from the ocean in July. I didn't want to mark that on my Goodreads because the cover is so bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did read that in, uh, in January or in July. Sorry. So Omega from the ocean, which was, uh, yeah, Omegaverse, Merman, and Dragon Shifter. There was some Mpreg action. There was some some other action. Um, I'm gonna be honest. It was all lots of butt stuff. It was a lot. It was it, there was a lot <laughs> happening. There was a lot going on. There's a lot of nodding, a lot of knots. Um, I'm still not exactly sure the function of everything. I'm still not exactly sure if everything is like anatomically legit, but everyone seemed to be having fun, and. Um, at least between the two main characters, everything was consensual. So good for them. Um, if you want like a really chaotic read, I would actually recommend Omega from the Ocean. For some reason, there was a little part of me that was like, <laughs> I have to finish this. Like I was almost competing against myself. Like I need to get to the end. But like not in a hateful manner. Like I'm actually not, you're not going to hear me talking shit right, about Omega from the a, Ocean. That was a like, recommendation I was actually for like, her and she couldn't tell Matt to his face that she would have hated it, so. It's true. I wasn't going to let Matt down when he was like, no, you should read, you should just try it. Well, I was like, okay, fuck, Matt. All right, fuck sweetie. Fuck Steph, though. Well. well mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it it's fine. You know, you know, you got to have favorites in this world, okay? Not everyone's going to make the cut. Wow. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> no, listen. If I can listen to Steph chewing in my mouth as she's doing right now, I'm sure she's on mute for you guys, but she's literally chewing. I am. I was chewing. In my mouth. Listen, I was um, chewing my gummy bears. I'm really sorry. And in your mouth, you mean your ear? I'm, that's what I'm. <laughs> Jesus, yikes. Oh, no. Not in my mouth. Yeah. She's not chewing right. in my so mouth. So now everybody can hear me digging oh, in my big old bag <laughs> of gummy bears right now. Just out of spite. I'm finding, yep. listen, because I eat, I have to eat the correct combination. This is my neurodiverseness coming out. I have to eat, when I eat my gummy bears, they have, and this is mildly like autistic, not gonna lie. Uh, but like, I have to eat the red, green, and clear one together mm. or like nothing at all so like are they regular, so I, I like... do a lot of digging and... no only the haribo gummy bears oh they're the haribo yeah i can't okay. do other gummies like, what were the ones the that you got for us at a polycon then no those were black forest gummy bears those are the ones like that i though? always get to share with people no those are the ones that oh. i get to share with people and then because you don't like them. the haribos are the ones for myself so Got the the black it. forest ones are too too gummy. Oh, so the terrible ones are a little more are. firm. Mm-mm, that's too much. So, anyways, I'm gonna continue to mute myself while I eat these gummies, and okay. Ava's just gonna enjoy the sound of me chewing. So it's gonna be Yum. great. Great. Uh, anyways, I digress. <laughs> I digress. Go ahead, Ava. What's okay. the next question while I chew? <laughs> uh, 
Steph, what did you read in August? A book that released three or more years ago was the prompt. That's really rude. Um, I thought you were going to keep talking as my mouth is full of gummy bears right now. Guess what? This is what you get for Mm. chewing in my ear. Mm. If I have to suffer, so does everyone else. (laughs) And then our viewership or listenership goes downhill. (laughs) (laughs) From here. Excellent. Anyways. Okay. A book that's been on my TBR, or no, it was not on my TBR, That's that released three years ago or more, right? That's what it was? Yes. Yep. Why is my brain not? Anyways, I actually hope that this is true. I don't know if it is. I'm going to look it up really quickly. But I read Birthday Girl by um, Penelope Douglas in August. Um, oh, I've heard of believe this. Believe it or not, as somebody, huh? I've heard of this book. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, as somebody who actually, like, I, I liked, I like Penelope Douglas. I've been following Penelope for, oh my God, for as long as she's been publishing, really. Um, since her Bully series was um, self-published, I, I didn't, I'm not a fan of Bully romance, so Bully was one of those that I, I read early on because they came, it came out so early. Um, like, I think it came out in 2012-ish. Um and that was like my first foray into bully romance. And then I was like, mm, I mean, this is nice because it's like enemies to lovers. But then I was like, oh, I feel like this isn't my jam. But I didn't DNF it because I do like Penelope's writing. But I digress. Um, so uh, Birthday Girl is a it's a standalone age gap romance uh, boyfriend's daddy situation um lots of angst um which typically is not my jam um but like i said penelope tends to like her style of writing um i'm willing to enjoy things that i don't typically enjoy (laughs) um so the reason that it's called birthday girl is because at the very beginning of the book um the heroine is uh like it's her birthday, Hobbs. And so she's like taking herself out on like a movie date and like all this stuff. And she meets her boyfriend's dad unbeknownst to them um, at the movie theater. And they kind of like hit it off, but like not even necessarily like a romantic, like hit it off. Like it was just like, they had like chemistry, like friendship, like kinship or not kinship. Wow. Cause that's like kind of gross, but like, just like they were, <laughs> friends friends like platonic chemistry so uh that's kind of how things kick off with that book and then it progresses into all these other things um so that is the book that met the prompt for august what about you what did you read in august for the prompt um i read then came you by lisa claypass um and i'm gonna be honest i forgot that I read this until I was writing the script for this episode and I looked at my Goodreads and I was like, what the fuck did I read? Um, And I saw (laughs) Then Came You by Lisa Claypass. And I'm laughing. The reason why I'm laughing is because I've never seen this under a Lisa Claypass review. I always look at the books that I read because I have this little tradition where if I have not heard Steph explicitly say, oh, I've read that book, then I pretend that I've discovered it. And I let myself believe that until I go to the Goodreads. (laughs) And chances are, even if I'm like, oh, no, I discovered this book, 
chances are there's a review from one Stephanie Sandra Brown on there. Yep. Oh, um, well. So, oh, well. A this moment of silence comes, this is, for this is, me. This is the, you know, because I'm older. Older. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Clearly. So... <laughs> Anyway, I'm the reason why I'm laughing about this particular book and the reason why it was like so unforgettable is a Lisa Claypass book, which normally her books are not forgettable, even if they don't quite strike exactly the tone that I'm looking for. They're rarely forgettable. Uh, but I saw Steph's review of this one was a 2.5 stars, which I've never seen her give a Lisa Claypass book that low of a rating. Um, but yeah. there it was. There it was. Yeah. And yeah, I think that I honestly, I honestly don't think I finished it. I'm pretty sure I got like 75% in and then, because I was listening to it as um, an audiobook from my library and I'm pretty sure it like expired or whatever and I just did not renew it. Um, so I guess this is like an anti-rec. Uh, don't waste your time. Um, <laughs> then came you by Lisa Claypass, unfortunately, which is the first time you're ever going to hear me talk about a Lisa Claypass book in that manner, which, like, breaks my heart, but it is the truth. It was not, it was not hitting. It wasn't a Wallflowers book, and it was, I mean, nope. just, ugh. Yep. Yeah. It was a shame. It was Pretty sad. sure it, was it came out in, like, 1993, too, so it must have been when she first started releasing books. That's what Goodreads said, at least. Oh, wow. And I wrote, like, a full review. That's when you know that I was, like, really disappointed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was a full I said, review. Wow. The first line, the first line was, despite holding my interest through 384 pages, this was the plot that never ended. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That, that tracks with how I felt. Yep. I will, I'll go ahead and read the rest of it because it's actually pretty short, but oh, the good. romance started off as a hate to love, my fave. The chemistry was off the charts. However, the heroine drove me crazy from 45 to 90%. While I can sympathize with her need to keep her secret from her friends and family, it just got to be mind-numbingly, excruciatingly irritating that she kept refusing to tell the man that she fell in love with. Never mind that she vehemently pleaded with him to tell her all of his secrets, insecurities, etc. Never mind that he basically gave her the world on a platter. Never mind that he proved time and time again in this story that he was willing to do anything for her, she still chose to foolishly deceive and keep her secrets. It got to a point where I wanted to rip my hair out and set the book ablaze. Yep. That being said, had this book been written by any other, anyone other than Lisa Claypass, I would have DNF'd it ages ago. However, it's telling as fuck I tr- that I trusted this author enough to see this book through to the end. This is my <laughs> least favorite LK book of like a thousand but even so i'll read book two since as always i'm sucked into the world of lisa claypass <laughs> i mean <laughs> lisa claypass has a chokehold <laughs> on all of us and i'm not mad truthfully. about it truthfully i mean i'm i'm mad about it because like why waste your time but like <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah clearly haven't read anymore haven't 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 actually even though i put it on my tbr but (laughs) yeah this book came out in 2003 oh okay so then goodreads got it wrong and can confirm that um can confirm that birthday girl came out in 2018 so i'm definitely um within my time frame for the reading prompt so i feel good about myself 
which it's wild that it came out in 20 or that 2018 is three years ago that does that feel or more than three years ago does that feel insane to anyone else i'm like reeling over that this is like shit you really do get old quickly as someone of my age (laughs) where you ask me when was when was 1990 i still am like oh 10 years ago like it wasn't (laughs) at all it was definitely 30 years ago but as a true millennial, like, I'm like, oh, that was like 10 years ago. And honestly, it wasn't until like recently that I'm like, oh, no, it's more than 10 years. <laughs> but I digress. My age is showing. It's fine. So, it's fine. Huh, yeah. Um, birthday Girl, I would say kind of falls a little bit in. Uh, it's not my favorite Penelope Douglas book. Um ironically enough for anybody else who reads penelope douglas um birthday girl wasn't my favorite but my favorite is one that if you ask penelope she says that it's her least best received book like i guess however you word that like interesting that it wasn't as well received as the rest of her books so there's this book um so stuff wreck for everyone um i believe it's called i'm gonna have to look it up but i'm pretty sure that it's called miss conduct and um i keep wanting to say miseducation but that's not it uh i'm pretty sure that it's called misconduct it is a standalone it is a uh teacher and the parent of one of her students Ooh. and yeah and like there's like other subplots to the book where like i'm fairly certain that the uh, it's been such a long time since i've read this book but like I'm fairly certain that the father of one of her students is also into politics. I think like he's some political something like a something for sure. So it's like, so it's extra like, so basically like it was double the, the, the need to keep it secret because not only was she or his son's teacher, but also like it would have been scandalous and he wasn't like married or anything like that, but just like, it would have been untowards for him as a political figure to be engaging in any kind of relationship with his child's teacher. But right. um, I loved it. it. There, I mean, it was a lot of sexual tension, um, but I vibed hardcore with that book. I love that book so much. Um, so I highly recommend it to anybody who is into that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> so I believe, yes, it's Misconduct by Penelope Douglas. So definitely read that. Nice. Um, Yes. So for the rest of August, uh, I started reading orc books. Um, that would start in my orc. Um, Here we go. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, I will say part of it is the reason I, I started. Um, I joined Catherine Moon's Patreon. And actually earlier this year, she wrote of an orc book. And I was like, oh, I need I need. I'm going to be excited about this. I'm going to read it. I'm excited. But the book that I read in July, which was Company of Fiends, one, and it, that that's a reverse harem, one of the love interests in her harem was an orc. And I was like, oh, am I into this? I don't know. I mean, because he was very, he was humanoid. No double penises, Ava. All like, ana- like anatomically the same now, anatomically the same as a male, like, um, actually, I don't think he was green, but he was not human colored, 
But I don't okay. believe he was green. So I'm going to uh, think but he of might him have as been. Shrek regardless. You know, Shrek was an ogre, not an orc. So Wait. that is, those are two different things. Um, two different things. Two, two different things. And I actually had this whole conversation with Happy's husband too. And he's just like, oh, oh excuse me. I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> or ogre. But you know what though? I bet you if you go on AO3, you're going to find lots of Shrek oh, fanfic. So, I mean, I'm, that's all I'm saying. But that this is not it. So anyways, um, he is, it's funny because there's like an inside joke in Company of Fiends that one of the other love interests says where um, the orc's name is Hunter. And he's a ginger, which is really funny. Um, and I think he has a beard too, but whatever. Um, but like the one love interest is like, oh, Hunter is daddy because like, he's basically like the leader of their, oh boy, unconventional, like (laughs) romantic unit. Um, because there is some, there is some queer stuff happening also in their little harem, reverse harem. So like, like they all like they're, I think there's like two, if not three group scenes in oh. Company of Fiends. Yes, with the whole, with everybody. Everybody's involved. Um, So anyway, I digress. But I was like, oh, am I into this? This is something new that's being added into my repertoire. So I'm like, let me, let me, let me, let me get, get, get deep into that. Let me just see. Let me just see. Maybe. And so that is when I jumped into, this was really towards the end of August, but um, that's when I dove into <laughs> the orc, um, vibes. And I started reading The Lady and the Orc by Finley Fenn. And I really, really liked it. And then I proceeded to continue reading it. And here we are at the beginning of October. And I'm like three books deep. And then I think the next book comes out in uh, November. And the one thing that I love about these orcs book, orc books that I'm trying to get Ava to read um, is that they are all standalones. There is a fantasy element, but it's like kind of like Akatari, uh, Throne of Glass, where it kind of has like a historical vibe to it. Um, and I, I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously you have to suspend reality, but at the same time, like there's like there are inter, uh, what is the word? Like, cause there they are different clans of orcs. Um, or if you will, courts, oh boy. <laughs> orcs, and each one has a very distinctive quality or are known for a particular kind of thing. So like one is like one of them are like the scholars and the scientists and the brilliant minds, the healers. Then another one is more like they're more of the warriors. Another one is more like they're um, the the workhorses like they're the ones that are like the builders the blacksmiths um they dig tunnels and and build things and whatever so anyways like there are all these things and so like it's not just the romance but like the world they have is very jobs easy to follow it's uncomplicated you know, they're not deadbeat orcs they have jobs they're not and careers they're not and they only have one penis but oh. a lot of them a lot of them are very sexually fluid they don't even label what they are um well, that's and nice. it's very normal within their like their culture if you will it's very normal um for them to be fucking other dudes like they're just like okay like they've got to get my rocks off one way or another like nobody is like they know they don't put labels on it at all um, so I really like that too. 
And also one of the, and I think this is part of like the air quotes folklore about orcs. Um, hello, October. I'm, I'm working October into anything at this point. If you're a part of our Patreon, you'll know that I'm talking about this incessantly this month. Um, but anyways, uh, one of the things that I also really like about it is, well, it's part of the lore is that, um, when orcs, like the only way that they can procreate is with humans. So like all, all orcs are descendants of like humans, but like, there's also like a magic element to them. Um, but when they procreate with human mates, they only birth sons. So basically all orcs are male. There are no orc females, which is why I think oh. it's like so easily accepted and not really like labeled when they fuck each other because it's just, it is what, like it's normal. Like, you know, like it, I think it would be almost <laughs> like there is a male, male, uh, novella, uh, which is called Sins of the Orc, which I really like. I think Ava would really like it because it's very angsty. Um, Probably. Oh, 100%. Give it to me. And you said angst. I'm the there. The healer. So so basically, the so anybody can read this because it's actually a prequel novella. So anybody can feel free to read this out, out of order, if you will, because I don't even think it has a number when you look at the series. Um, it's about the healer that you meet in the series and his mate, who is another male. And um, he, the, the one, Eftarar is his name, or Eft, he is a virgin. He's like a 32-year-old virgin. Oh, and sweet baby. It, it's, yeah, it's really, really sweet. Uh, so, like, the intimacy aspect was also, like, really well done. I just, I think that, like, I, I honestly highly recommend Finley, Finley Fenn's books because genuinely the writing is, like, solid. If you can get past the fact that, typically their orcs are involved but they but there is a human in it um yeah and there's a little bit of something for everybody because you've got male male (laughs) you've got you've got queer or like sexually fluid um you also have diversity because there are non-white humans and um yeah no it's it's dope like i really like the series a lot um I've tried to read like outside of my orc bubble and right now I'm having a hard time just because like I'm so engrossed in the world that I genuinely mm-hmm. want to like just keep reading. Like I want to take, I want everything. I want to devour every single possible morsel of this orc universe by Finley yeah. Fenn. And I have read some bad orc books, but, um, but yes, yeah, so Finley Fenn, highly recommend. That is what kind of got me out of my lack of reading reading slump in august so that was Very my nice. long-winded explanation of me and my orc love and yeah, i'm just like trying to get minutes. fucking ava to read it yeah so shit anyways ava what else <laughs> well i read another mariana zapata in august shocker um who is shocked <laughs> uh-huh. well you're Were there any reading monster fucking and i'm out here reading mariana zapata so everything is as it should be um i mean this is true we're coming we're getting back to normal exactly uh it's all balancing out um yeah so i read luna and the lie and it was so good it was mechanics which i like love cars i'm a car nerd and i'm putting i'm putting a little like footnote when i say car nerd i don't know anything about cars i just know which ones i like to look at i literally was about to say wow she does not i don't know fuck all about um, automobiles like, wow. or vehicles or anything. You said nothing about vehicles to I me. I um. just have opinions about which ones I think are pretty. 
Like, I have, okay. like, an opinion on, like, the Audi versus BMW debate. Um, well, but, we like, did that's have about a whole as deep as it goes. Conversa- I said conversation. Conversation. We did have a whole conversation about um, Lamborghinis. We did while mm-hmm. I was in Austin mm-hmm. last week. So I can can confirm that Ava like, does talk about cars. It's true. <laughs> but, like, in very much in, like, a I'm not like other girls type of way. Very, like, very surface <laughs> yes. level. Like, I know, like, one or two things and then the rest of it but I have nothing no Nothing about idea. the horsepower. Like, don't um, ask me anything under the hood. Yeah, don't. Mm-hmm. I cannot answer those questions. Honestly, barely ask me to, like, fill up your tank. I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't. <laughs> really know anything about like them sell like if it's not surface level i don't know i'm like a shallow car nerd. Well, you know how to plug in a car right like you know how to plug in electric car i literally have no idea how to do that in fact i test drove a okay. tesla this is actually what i say car nerd so sometimes i will get dressed up if i'm bored on the weekend i will get super dressed up i will put on some of the outfits that um my dad purchased for me while he was off traveling my dad is a better shopper than me um and I will go and test drive cars that I cannot afford. Um, and like give them like fake email but addresses hey, and be like, follow up when with you me. Do, <laughs> right, when you can afford it, you'll at least have test driven it and mm-hmm. know that you don't want it or want it. I don't know. It's true. Um, but it actually, it actually is a lot of fun. And they'll always, this is how you do it. They're always like, you know, so like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm in the market, but I'm not too sure. I was just at BMW, but I don't really know. I think I might want to Tesla. Like, just throw out, like, random names. And, like, I don't know any of the models. So just, I use, like, the the basic brand name. And they're like, oh, sure, ma'am. Honestly, they probably don't believe me. But they'll still let you drive the car. So if you ever just want to go and have fun. That's what I do on the weekends. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, <wholesome. laughs> Yeah, it's true. Um, kind of. Um. Anyway, I digress. Um, but Luna and the Lie, like, features a mechanic. So that's why I was like, oh, my God, cars. Um, but it's also nice because they don't talk about the cars themselves really beyond the surface, which is perfect for me. Cause is as this soon the one someone... that you said isn't very angsty? Yeah. Well, this one's actually kind of angsty. Oh. Or maybe it's not as angsty, not angsty as the others, maybe. I think it's under I lock. I feel like you. That's what I was okay. talking about. That's oh, like a motorcycle okay, gang. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that one's not okay. super I knew that angsty. it had something to do with something i mean it's like angsty but it's not slow burn it's like okay yeah like i think that you would actually maybe enjoy that one because like traditional mariana zapata fans who like her stuff normally don't like that one as much because it's quicker on the you know but okay well once you're done talking about this i do have a mariana zapata question so go ahead oh she has a question okay well anyway luna and the lie at this point i don't really remember very much um because it's very long. That's like my only slight grievance with Mariana Zapata is that these books do not need to be as long as they are. Um, And I say that as someone who normally appreciates a good thick length. And that might Uh, be it. I mean, that might be it for me. It just might be the length, you know? Like, because obviously I do read books with angst. Right. Sometimes, unbeknownst to me, it's angsty, (laughs) but you're already in, you're like too deep. Like you can't get out of it. Mm -hmm. That's what happened with me with Sins of the Orc. Um, But... It was a novella length, so it was like 200 and something pages. So I was like, okay, I can handle this this level of angst with this amount of pages. But if right. you double that, fuck the angst. Like, <laughs> no thank you. So, yeah. No, and I can I, I actually can't appreciate that. Um, I think that Luna and the Lies, like, it's it's very long. It's very long. Yeah. Um, but it was entertaining because there was like a real there was a side plot that I was really invested in. Um 
so that was exciting um but it was good i really enjoyed it i actually really liked the hero he was super broody super grumpy 10 out of 10 highly recommend um and oh mechanic yes yes please tattooed mechanic like does it get any better i don't think so okay i'm listening um yeah exactly <laughs> exactly um and it was just oh god it was just perfect like the way that Oh my god, I'm thinking of this, like, one scene, I don't want to spoil it, because it's, like, the best bit in the book, but the way that he gets, like, so protective and tender. Okay. Oh my god, I love it so much. Um, anyway. Alright, Steph, what was your, what was your Mariana Zapata question? Um, it was about the newest release, and I don't know if you've had a chance to read it or not. Oh, I haven't yet. I plan to I don't know. Because I was just not. curious to Can't see if that one was angsty. Um, I don't know, but it is, is a fantasy. superhero book. Yeah, or like is not, fantasy? or I paranormal. Was, I thought it was superhero. Or something. Super, supernatural oh. something. But like, it's like legitimate. Really? Yeah, like there's a, like a like a magical twist to it. So I wouldn't call it necessarily, I don't think it's like fantasy, but I think it's like, like is there's something magic about it. Uh-huh. Yep. Gracie and the Grump. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. So that's out. I'm very excited to read it, but haven't gotten okay. around to it yet okay so mm-hmm. september we'll go really quick because we're kind of running out of time but this was a book that pe- features sports steph what did you read that featured sports in september an orc book no oh my god okay <laughs> the answer was steph did not um no i absolutely did i read i reread did. intercepted actually Oh. Um, I reread Intercepted by Alexa Martin. I fucking um, love that series. I know. And, and actually, the reason that I reread it was because the uh, publisher sent me an arc of her upcoming release that is not <laughs> sports romance at all uh, that is coming out in November. And I was like, oh, Alexa, I haven't read her books in so long. Let me go back. And reread. And it's also really funny, too, because when I... From Ma'am. <laughs> Alexa. No, no, not you. Cancel. Want to discuss it? Jesus Christ. Alexa! Cancel. The audacity. Anyways. <laughs> Awkward. Um, but no, um, I hadn't read her books in a long time, and I, I was really excited to reread it, but when I do um, ask me anything, people are always asking me about um sports romance and i'm like wow it has been so long i and uh, honestly i went through a like phase i think probably in like 2015 2016 where all i wanted to read was sports romance like not fantasy not paranormal which is very odd because if i have an option between contemporary okay between contemporary and uh like Fic, uh, not fiction. Oh my gosh. All, all fiction, not nonfiction, but like contemporary and fantasy or contemporary and paranormal. I'm always going to pick like the non-contemporary version. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I have not been reading a lot of like current um, sports romance. So between Intercepted by Alexa Martin and, oh my God. Okay. I'm just making sure that my stupid Alexa doesn't go off. Um, between that one and, um, the Helena hunting, um, what the fuck is the name of the series? A lie for a lie is the first one. I have those on audio. 
Um, and it's a hockey series, so naturally. Um, between those two, those were the, like those were like the series that I kind of like comfort read in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, September was also a very busy month for me, a very busy month. So I, I did only get a chance to read like two or three sports and then the rest of it was all orcs. So there you go. Wow. And workbooks that I can't divulge. Um, but yes. What about you? Well, Ava? I, what did you read? I read like two books in September. It was pretty sad. Uh, but one of them was actually full confession. I'm still reading it, but I started it in September. Uh, the best thing this may shock you, also by Mariana Zapata. Um, Shock. I know. Uh, I'm going through her backlist right now. Um, Anyway, it's a sports romance, very loosely. Um, One of the, so it's like a, it's a, it's a surprise baby pregnancy romance. There's also very much like second chance vibes. It's very wholesome. Um, And the father in this situation is, he plays rugby. Um... And the mother owns, like, an MMA, like, training gym, which is really cool. Um, She's kind of, like, she does kind of have, like, not, like, other girls vibes in the sense of, you know, like, not being into girly things. And she, like, runs a gym. And she was, like, practicing and training in jujitsu. So I can honestly say it's, like, not my favorite Mariana Zapata book for sure. Um, But it's fine. And it has sports. So it follows the prompt. And that's all I'm going to say, um, which is actually a shame because I normally love the surprise like slash hidden baby. That's normally my thing. And in fact, on that topic, Fumbled by Alexa Martin, which is the second book in that series that Steph was mentioning. So after Intercepted comes Fumbled. That is like my favorite book in that series. And it does have like hidden baby, like football player doesn't know that he's actually fathered a son. It's so good and wholesome. And kind Technically of a lie for a lie uh yeah i think it's alive for la the first book that one has that too oh well adding this to the tbr immediately then Mm -hmm. um and it's a quick read too yeah so i'm a great awesome i want to read it then next september for (laughs) just kidding um (laughs) just kidding Although that's how it feels. No, some you have, days. we have to prioritize fucking orcs before oh, freaking hidden baby God. hockey baby. Help. Listen. Help. I'm gonna just keep harassing you until it is done. I don't want it. Please. If you read Mpreg before you read Orcs, Ernie, really? If you read Mpreg before you read Orcs, though, ma'am. What I, I do no is my own business. Mm, what you is. do in my presence my is God. my business ma'am you're you like did it in my presence. across the country so on company time you did it on company oh. time in my presence y'all i do not get paid enough for this simply you're right and neither do i as a paid employee <laughs> so it is what it is anyways um anyway okay um october is yes. our witch shit month we're obviously very excited for that who doesn't love witch shit stuff tell us what you either have already read as of october 7th or what you are planning to read so i'm actually going to reread it uh because i actually read it in september it was the dark king by gina l maxwell i loved that book that one is uh i guess the best way to describe it it is 
Dark Olympus meets Akatar. Well, not not Akatar. I'm sorry, Crescent City, because mm-hmm. it is definitely an urban fantasy. It takes place in Las Vegas. So Fay, hidden Fay in Las Vegas, um, and um, it's the like dark king. Obviously, the dark uh, like night court vibes. Um, and the day court are both exiled from fairy, um, the fairy realm. And so they are, they had to make a life in Vegas. And they pretty much like the lore of this book is like they're the founding fathers, if you will, of Vegas and like the Vegas Strip and all of that. And they own all this property and casinos and da 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 da. But there are witches um, and witchcraft in that series. So very much excited um, to reread it because, yeah, reasons. <laughs> Amazing. What about you, Ava? What about you? What is in your, what's on your TBR? Um, so this is a book that I discovered quite randomly, um, but it's called Big Magic Small Town by Hazel Beck. And it kind of gives me like mm. the Mortal Instruments vibes a little bit in the mm. sense of this woman's like her life is going really well. Everything's great. She runs this like independent bookstore and then she gets attacked by like demons or monsters or something. And she discovers that not only is her town a haven for witches, um, but she also had her memories scrubbed because years ago she was a witch and she failed her, like, magic test. And so to, like, keep her and everyone else safe, they, like, scrubbed her memories and, like, locked away her magic. Um, And so she has been living this, like, normal human existence, even though she's very much a witch in very much a witchy town. Um, And so she has to, like, navigate you know, both trying to remember, like, who she once was and then also reclaiming her magic. Um, And it helps Mm -hmm. that she has this, like, childhood friend that she's forgotten but is starting to remember who's this, like, cranky but really hot farmer. Um, So I'm very excited to read this. I actually, like, placed a Barnes & Noble order. I'm going to go pick it up this weekend. I'm super hyped. Um, but I'm I'm very excited for that. I'm also excited because it's an adult book, so like hopefully it has more steam than the Mortal Instruments, and also significantly less um, incest than the Mortal Instruments would be great. <laughs> Triggered, my God. <laughs> uh, and what's sad is I read the Mortal Instruments as they were being released, and yep. I'm fairly certain that the Mortal Instruments was supposed to be a shorter series than it is and 100 percent, it was supposed to be those three books Mm -hmm. and i read i think the fourth and i thought that that was the last book and then it was like evidently i mean it was obviously not and i was like fuck this (laughs) and now i'm traumatized for life because i refuse (laughs) to read it out of spite i will not finish it Honestly, the fifth book was so appallingly. I like. I think back on the the fourth and the fifth books made me so mad, and the sixth one kind of like fixed everything, but only in the like loosest sense. It's fine. Mm. It should have just stayed three books. It should have just stayed that third one ended so well. Anyway, okay, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm telling myself that I'm not mad. Um. <laughs> But there's also, okay, so the second one that I want to mention is The Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches by Sangu Madonna. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, this book, it sounds like it was written for me. 
It's about this, like, isolated <laughs> witch who is one of the very few left in Britain, and she has this opportunity to be the caretaker of the Nowhere House, which is basically, like, a sanctum for, like, small witches, like, children witches. Um, or at least it, this is as I'm understanding from the brief blurb that I read on Barnes & Noble before I purchased it. Um, and she goes to, like, take care of the small, like, baby witches who are there. I'm sure they're, like, kids, whatever. Um, and she meets this, like, handsome but prickly librarian who is just, like, ride or die for the kids, wants to make sure that they're taken care of, doesn't entirely trust her. Um, and she's kind of, like, figuring out her new, just starting, like, starting to open up to this new, like, found family, but that there's danger that starts knocking on the door of the Nowhere House, so she has to kind of figure out her place in all of that. And I have not read either of these books, but I am so excited. They sound so wholesome and perfect and just like exactly <laughs> what I am looking for this October. I just want, I'm in a state right now where I either want it to be like straight up horror. In fact, I might reread a Stephen Graham Jones novel while I'm at it. Ooh. Um, or I want it to be just like pure, wholesome, fluffy witches and no in between. I don't want anything in between. Which actually, speaking of which, I think the new Stephen Graham Jones book came out. Which is really exciting. So, hmm. yeah, he's amazing. Highly recommend. Okay. 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 It's just maybe pure after horror. I'm done with my orcs. No so. romance, just straight horror. I'm okay and with that. Slasher. See, I'm okay with no romance if I'm reading a thriller or a horror book. I'm totally oh, like honestly, there's no room for romance in those books. Yeah. Like if anything, it's more annoying. Unless yep. it's like it's like oh. We're already married. It's my family and my family members are being killed. Like, mm -hmm. that's different. But, like, I, I don't want there to be a romance at the center of, like, everybody getting slashed and yep. stabbed to death. Like, no thanks. Um, so I'm totally, I'm totally okay with that. Yay. Um, well, I have recommendations. Oh, fucks. February 2023. They definitely moved that release date. Yeah, there have been a lot of there have been a lot of releases that have been moving around um, where I'm like, oh, that came out. Oh, no. OK. Yep. I'm having that problem with the bookish box where there are books that I've picked for certain months and then they've changed the date. And then oh, you're that's like, fun. Fudge. OK, now I've got to pick a new a new theme, a new book, a new everything FML. Um, oh, the joys of working book boxes. But, you know, that's that's a theme for another another uh episode but anyways but yeah so we can't wait to be able to in real time actually recap our reading challenge um since obviously this summer we got a little bit behind mm -hmm. but obviously there we foresee a lot more reading time on the horizon which is also really great because it was difficult between all of our uh excursions Everything. and moving and <laughs> obligations over the summer and early early fall that it was just it was too much and i mean i have harry coming up so i'm pretty much just again audio booking <laughs> yeah not mad about it um <laughs> though he did just postpone his concert yesterday which obviously oh, we're recording did? these early but like yeah he posted so there was um the first night in chicago he postponed it due to oh. a band member Ill illness um mm. and so Instead of his residency starting on the 6th of October, it is now starting on the 8th of October, which, hey, is fine. They rescheduled the 6th to the 10th, 
which is also before I go to Chicago, but like let there be no other changes because right. I am banking on going to the final three days of his show. And so far, it seems like the last show of every residency, he gives something away. And so as of right now, yes, as of right now, I am, I have tickets to the last show. So there better not be any more changes or else. (laughs) I'm going to be mad. Uh, that's not a threat if anybody uh, reps Harry Styles. Um, <laughs> I love him. I have just spent quite a lot of money on him this year, and um, I need to not lose any more money unnecessarily. Um, but anyways, that being said, yay. Happy reading, everybody. Uh, obviously, drop us a line, a DM, slide in our DMs. Let us know what you guys are reading um, and what you have read. Um, we may have missed a few tags during the summer, um, so feel Quite free possible. to repost your um, reading challenge template in your IG stories and tag us, and we will absolutely repost them. We will also um, post some recs for some of the upcoming prompts as well, as we kind of drop the ball a little bit on that. Um, but again, in our defense, we've been a little cray-cray, a little busy. Um, but yeah. We've been a lot cray-cray. Thanks. A lot busy. Oh, yeah. For real. And so in case you're new here, our Instagram is at phantomtasticpod. You can also check out our website at phantomtasticpod.com. Um, our Patreon, which is reopened because we were um, we were limiting um, how many people could join, uh, obviously, while we were on hiatus, um, is now been reopened. So we have some more spots available at $10 a month. So you get a lot of extra bonus content. And additional Ooh. episodes every month. So you definitely want to check that out. That's patreon.com slash phantomtastic. And I think that's everything I'm supposed to remind everybody of. Ava, am I missing anything? So. Okay, cool. And remember, a little rusty. Don't let the hard days win. That's right. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.